All right, I want to welcome everybody in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I hope you had an amazing day. I uh, hope you're living the Word every single day of your life. I just want to open in prayer and just bless everybody who's watching this in the powerful name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you for every person tuning in and watching this live stream, Father God. I thank you that they haven't found it by accident, but Father God, they found it in accordance with your will and your purpose for their life, Lord God. I thank you for meeting every need, Father, through this message that these people have. Uh, I know that it's the finished work of Jesus Christ is what we truly need the revelation of because in that we receive all that we need in this life and in the life to come. Bless every person in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. Uh, I want to just really take a moment uh, this evening to encourage you. I've put together a new series that I'm starting uh, tonight, and it's called Sanctification Through the Manifestation of Purpose. You know, many of us are saved. You know, we've received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, uh, but really what we need to do is get beyond that stage of our walk with Christ, and we need to get into this place of sanctification, and I want to just walk you through over the next few weeks here the importance of purpose as it relates to your sanctification. You see, God has a plan for every single person, and we've got to come to the realization of that. You know, we've got to look at the author and the finisher of our faith rather than, you know, where we are in this sanctification process and say, I don't like this. This is not, you know, the way I hoped things would go. Here's what I know. Over the course of my life, you know, and, and when I say life, I, I, I speak of my new life. After I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but over the course of my Christian life, let's put it that way, what I've discovered is, is that I need to go to the Word of God, I need to read the Word of God, not really get what it's saying, and then, you know, stay in prayer and allow God to speak to me and lead me to the places that He wants me to go. You say, well, I do the same thing. Well, what I want to do is take you to a whole nother level because I want you to know that God is going to only lead you to places that are going to purify you, that are going to cause you to become more than you could have been on your own. You know, I could work a hundred lifetimes and never accomplish what one moment of God's favor can accomplish in my life. And what I've discovered over the years is that this incredible purpose that God has for me both individually and corporately uh, in the world and in the body of Christ, this purpose is what is the catalyst for me to have to go back to the Word of God and say, man, this is not turning out the way I thought it was going to be. You know, what does the Word of God really say about these kinds of things? And you know what? It really keeps my walk with God, one in which that you know what? He's hedging me. He's keeping me in a place, not a bad place to teach me a lesson. He's not going to make me sick and all those kinds of things. Those kinds of things will come with how I respond to the purpose that God has for my life. I've seen too many people, you know, lose their health even over the purpose that God gave them. 
You know, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to be anxious for anything. You know, God's given us all the things that we need in this life to overcome, not by our, our you know, hard work and our great ideas and our education and so on and so forth. God will use those things. That's part of the purpose. But those are not the things that's going to cause you to overcome in every area of your life. What I want to do over the next few weeks is really help you understand that God does have a plan for your life. And it may not be the plan that you hoped for. It may not be the plan that you really understand in this time or in this moment of your life. But what I do want you to know is the moment you can define a purpose for your life is the moment that you can get up with a new sense of purpose for living and get up and run into the obstacles that you're going to face. Because listen, at the end of the day, nobody's probably going to believe in your purpose. Why should anybody believe in my purpose or your purpose when I don't believe my own purpose or you don't believe your own purpose? And when I say believe it, I really mean, you know what, I'm going to get up and, and, and do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. I'm going to make this the calling card of my life. and I'm going to learn the language around that purpose so that my effectiveness can improve as I go. And the language is going to come from the Word of God. It's not your language, it's this heavenly language that you'll learn how to speak. And you know what, when you speak, you won't be speaking with your own words anymore. You'll be speaking with wisdom, you'll be speaking with understanding, you'll be speaking with power and authority, because you're not just hoping something's going to work out, you're committed to ensuring Whatever your purpose is, is going to happen the way you want it to happen. Some of you have a purpose to get your family saved. Some of you have a purpose to start a business, to fund the kingdom of God. Some of you have a purpose to you evangelize. Some of you have a purpose you know, to be a pastor or, or whatever that is. I don't know what your purpose is, but God does. And He knew that purpose before there was a before. Let me read the, the anthem scripture for this series. It's found in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 10. And I'm going to read the first sentence, and I'm going to expound on that, and then I'm going to read you the rest of this. It says, God saved you by His grace when you believed. When you believed in what? Well, when you believed that that you had a reason for grace to be in operation in your life to get you through. You know, God's grace is, is more than just, you know, the forgiveness of sins. God's grace is, is, is also the catalyst for what you're going to need that you can't accomplish in and of yourself. You know, grace is not just, you know, I sinned and, and I fell short of the glory of God, now I repented, now I have grace activated in my life. No, grace is God's unmerited favor in your life and it says God saved you by his grace when you got it when you believed not when you were in disbelief not when you were anxious not when you were depressed not when you threw in the towel not when you said it's too difficult God nobody cares God I feel like my prayers are hitting a brass ceiling no it says God saved you by His grace when you believed. He saved you as in salvation, but He continues to save you by the grace of God. You need to have a sense of purpose. You need to know where you're going in your life. If I 
I decided that I was going to, you know, go, go to Chicago, let's say, and I, I didn't know how to get there, what would be my chances of ever getting there? What would be my chances of getting to Chicago if I never left my home? I'm never going to get there. If my purpose is to get to Chicago, then all I have to do is take the necessary steps with a plan, and we're going to talk about plans for my purpose, and you know what? Sometimes your plans are going to get foiled. Sometimes your plans aren't going to get you to Chicago. Sometimes your plans aren't going to get you to your purpose, but you've got to start with what you have. You've got to learn that, you know what, the things that I currently believe aren't enough for me to get to where God wants me to go. You see, God wants to renew your mind in accordance with the Word of God. He wants you to depend on His grace, but He wants you to believe in that grace. Because when you believe in that grace, then you are saved. Saved from what? Saved from whatever in the world you need to overcome to accomplish your purpose. You will grow so dramatically if you'll have that sense of purpose. Because again, you're not living for yourself anymore. You're saying, God, I I have a purpose in my life. This is the direction that I'm going to go. And I'm going to need money. I'm going to need possibly education. I'm going to need, you know, a different mindset. I'm going to need, you know, all of these resources that maybe you currently don't have. But listen, I know the God who who lives, uh, who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I know the God who made everything. I know the God who, who has streets in heaven that are made of gold. I know the God who, who, who has pearly gates coming into His kingdom. I know that God. And I believe in that God. And it's not just about the money, it's about the growth. Because the things that you'll grow in as a result of getting up every day with a sense of purpose, not giving up, not giving in, not growing weary and doing good, but just keeping on, keeping on, God will use that as a tremendous catalyst to sanctify you, to purify you. Boy, God is so good. So let me just read this. I'm going to read it all the way through. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. God saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things you have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are, hear this, God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things that He planned for us, individually and corporately, a long time ago. In fact, before there was a before. God knew you. God knows the number of hairs on your head. God, God certainly knows the purpose that He has for you. God certainly knows the plans that He has for you. You know, when you start to think about the fact that you are God's masterpiece. Now, I, I can think of some masterpieces. I can think of of incredible buildings that have been built. I can think of incredible paintings that have been painted. I can think of incredible things that have been made by the hands of man. And there are masterpieces in our eyes. But when you go to the level of understanding of what a masterpiece is to God, the masterpiece to God is not the things, it's not what we can create. The masterpiece is you. 
And the moment you can grab a hold of that is the moment you can come where God is. I mean, God's inviting us to share with Him the heavenly places where Christ has made a way where there seems to be no way. He's invited us to be seated, you know, with Him in heavenly places. You know, God's not trying to hold anything back. He's trying to get everything to you. In fact, everything that you have need of is laid up in heaven. It's already there. I can just see these little compartments that says, you know what, Bill or Susie or whoever you are, you know, you grab a hold of a purpose of God and you begin to do it as unto God. And all of a sudden, God starts to bring or release the things from heaven into your hands that you're going to need to accomplish that. Imagine how you would grow. Imagine how you would develop. Imagine what you could become if you could get away from your limited circumstances, understand that you are an overcomer through the blood of Christ and the word of your testimony, and that you're going to go to the other side. That you're going to accomplish the things that you have, that God has placed desires in your heart to do. Godly things. Man, they're there for a reason. And I hope this message is encouraging you to stir up those dreams and visions in your heart again. Those things are there and they're planted by God. They're not there because, you know, you just had a good idea or you had, you know, some some weird, you know, encounter somewhere that had nothing to do with God. No, God plants desires in our hearts. God made the whole earth. God made all the universe. He made it for you and I. And sometimes we lose, you know, like track of that. Like, well, no, we're talking about church right now. No, I'm talking about your life. I'm talking about church being a part of your life. I'm talking about Christ being the reason for that part of your life. But I'm also talking about what you're going to do to go on the highways, the byways, and make a difference in the lives of people. You are a leader in the kingdom of God. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Or you can't do all things that Christ has strengthened you to do. That's your choice. It's so incredible when you begin to look at how God himself even operates by purpose. God created everything. He said it was good. And on the seventh day, he rested. He's never gotten back up. He has fulfilled his purpose. And of course, man, you know, ran away from that purpose by sinning. And then Jesus came on the scene with purpose to make a way where there seems to be no way, to restore the original image and likeness of God that He created man in and to make that man into a Jesus man, a Jesus woman. God wants to do that. He's empowered you to do it. He sent the best part of Himself for purpose. What did Jesus say? Everywhere He went, He would get challenged and people would you know, try to kill Him and they'd say bad things and all kinds of stuff. And they would question Him in His, his response repeatedly in the Word of God, I must be about my Father's business. I must be about my Father's business. What is He saying there? He's saying, I have a purpose and this purpose, is, as long as I stay in this purpose, it's going to continue to unfold and as it unfolds, I'm going to bring what's in heaven down to earth and I'm going to have a power, powerful demonstration of God's glory in the earth. God wants to do that in your life. Sometimes you're going to have to do things you don't want to do 
for the sake of fulfilling the purpose that God has for you so that you can grow in who you are in Jesus Christ. You're not called to, you know, a blue chair in this sanctuary. You're not called to, you know, the same old, same old at home. You're not called to the same old, same old on your job. No, you're called as a catalyst in all of those areas and in your community and to be the agent for change. And I promise you, you're... you. You could look at this vision that God has for you or this plan that God has for you and you could say, I don't know how I could accomplish that. I was born with the wrong place. I don't have the education. I don't have this and I don't have that. I want to go back to the original scripture that we read and it says, God saved you by His grace when you believed. And that makes you His masterpiece. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. It says, now all glory to God, who is able through His mighty power at work in you to accomplish infinitely more than we could ever ask or think. Glory to Him in the church and Jesus uh, through all generations forever and ever. Amen. You will never identify the things that are infinitely more than what you can ask or think if you keep doing what you've always done. You need to be done with certain things in your life and you need to be empowered to move forward with purpose so that you can discover the things that could only be discovered through your purpose, through doing what you've got to do every day to do what must be done. You don't want to just be on the same hamster wheel, living the same old life uh, five years from now. God is calling us from glory to glory. God doesn't want you to sit on your ivory tower, wherever that is, and say, well, this is as good as it gets. No, it gets way, way better. I'm going to read uh, Proverbs uh, chapter 3, and I'm going to read uh, verses 1 through 18 here, and it says, My child, hear this by the Spirit of God, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years, and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck. Loyalty to what? Loyalty loyalty to God. Loyalty to God's purpose for your life. Loyalty to do whatever needs to be done. Fulfill His will. It says, Then you will find favor both with God and people. You will earn, 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 earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in everything you do. In the will, the purpose of God in everything that you do and he will show you which path to take don't be impressed with your own wisdom instead fear the Lord and turn away from evil evil would be anything that falls short of the glory of God that would separate you from his will for your life it says then you will have healing in your body and strength in your bones Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. He will fill your barns with grain. Your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, do not reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when He corrects you. 
Don't worry about it. You're just going the wrong way. He just wants to get you back on track. That's it. That's all. He's, his promises are all there. His, are, they're yes and amen. Just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom. Who finds it? How are you going to get there? Reading the Word of God. Praying and having a purpose to pour into. The one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than the stuff you're going to get, like silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. In all her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. Hallelujah. Grab a hold of your purpose in God. Begin to do it. And when you run into your obstacles, go back to the Word of God and say, what does the Word say about that? And then I want you to take that Word and I want you to apply that Word to your situation. God already knows what you're dealing with. God already knows what your problems are. He knew before there was a before. But He's made a way for you to overcome through the power of His Word. And all you got to do is have that tenacity to say, this is what I believe God's will is for my life. I'm going to pour myself into that thing. And everything I touch is going to come out of that purpose. Imagine who you become in, 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 a, in, a, in a six months, in a year, in five years, in a decade from now with consistent action towards a purpose that God has called you to. And I mean getting stuff done. Imagine who you become. Imagine that there's no longer a world that can take anything from you because you didn't get anything from the world. You got it through the purpose and the will of God and the Word of God for your life. And you learned how to overcome every obstacle that you ever faced because you understood why you're here. Some of you out there are still trying to figure out who this Jesus is. You say, yeah, I've, I've, I've received him before, and yeah, you know, I, I, I've heard of him, but I've never really made Jesus the Lord of my life. Well, this is your opportunity. This is where the purpose starts. It starts with, you know, having belief and receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and then salvation starts to occur. And then God can un- unveil his plan for your life. You see, there's nothing missing and there's nothing broken in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And I want to make sure every person before I close this broadcast has the opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. I want you to say this prayer together with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. I make you the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. God, give me my purpose so that I might be able to have a reason to live this life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. 
If you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I just want you to put a little message in the feed down below. Let us know so that we can connect someone with you. We have an incredible discipleship program here that we can bring you through as well. And uh, until uh, next Wednesday, uh, I bid you farewell. Don't forget to tune in. Pastor Barb has an incredible message for you this Sunday, both at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. And we're doing those both through live stream and on-site here at Faith Builders Church. God bless you all.